listening to the Couples Guide podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists. And today, like every day, (laughs) we're debunking myths and delivering truth about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Trust us. It's awesome. Where are we going? Um, I don't know. Wherever you want to go. Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Cool. Okay. Done. Actually, you know what? We don't need to record. Yeah. Let's just get Let's go. Bye. Let's just go play. See ya. That'd be great. <laughs> See? And that is how it's done, folks. Yeah. You're welcome for your travel tips. As simple as that. There are your travel tips. Episode 111. Yes. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. This was. I'm surprised we haven't done this before. I'm sure it's come up in different conversations. Yeah, I think we've never like specifically targeted uh, like traveling. We talked. Yeah, we were chatting off air. We talked about we. I think it was last year. I don't know. The years all blend together. We did some around like holiday tip, like holiday survival, yes. but that's separate from travel. Yes. Um, and I think yeah. this was birth from personal life. But I now remember I wrote. Um, I forget what I think it was. La Travel Magazine actually. Um, I wrote an article for them of how to like avoid conflict when it comes to travel, because it can be so highly conflictual. I think it often highlights that there's like one, the Gottmans, I think they say it's like a dream, dream weaver and a dream catcher. There's usually the one person that's like, let's go here, 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 and here and do all these things. And then the person's like, or, and they have to like winnow down, rein it in, like who's going to book all that? How much is it going to cost? Like we need to be collaborative to avoid conflict. So that's at least part of what I want to talk about today is like yeah. talking about, you know, the brass tacks of like planning things, but also expectations around who does what when it comes yeah. to travel ahead of time, ideally to avoid things from blowing up the night before or the morning of. And it's like everybody's favorite joke with yeah. like the dad getting to the airport like three hours early and freaking out. And the one person's always forgetting something like, we'll try to not have it be a sitcom. Yeah. Yes. Um, and while we're not like hitting the um, topic for traveling for holidays, we did want to do this like this, the, this is being released like just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this is reading the holiday season. So some of this does apply. Um, and to you, what some of you're saying is, yeah, in my head, some of the things I, I'm going to be mentioning is I divide my tips up into like before the actual travel or vacation and then during. Yes. Um, and those are directly related mm-hmm. because so much of it as what you're talking about is communication and expectations ahead of mm-hmm. time and how to get ready to travel and set the relationship up for success when you're doing um, either a big family vacation or an intimate just partner relationship or going to go, you know, um, take care of business somewhere, mm-hmm. just just whatever that is. Yeah, I think it. Hang on. Hold on. forgot to turn the air conditioning off and all the windows are open sorry i just heard it click on okay we'll come back pause for a second yeah and then uh, after the pause of your starting (laughs) 
Am I good? Okay. Um, I think, yes, knowing the intention of the travel helps a lot. This can also be something that even if most couples, I would say most couples have one person who enjoys planning and one person who maybe doesn't enjoy it at all or could at least go along for the ride of like, oh, I can give you ideas of like menus that I want to try out or uh, certain excursions or what have you. But the person responsible for like actually booking it, a lot of it falls on them for travel. So it's not always fun. If you're the one who's like planning everything, it's like another vacation versus the one who just gets to show up and be like, where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. And I think that's a great thing to talk about ahead of time about whose role is there for logistics. And then people accepting that and then seeing how that can be a collaborative situation even and by collaborative that could mean yes the person who like does logistics it might be a chore but it's like hey that's what you're good at that's what you do and that we've agreed on go but you've come to an explicit discussion about Mm -hmm. it and then one of my tips for that particular dynamic the one partner who is like does the the logistical labor and the other partner is on the sidelines there my tip is there is still a place for the sideline partner to be active emotionally in that process. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's after the logistics are done, um, the other partner sits and just goes, Hey, cool. Tell me everything that's going down. How was that? Still in the know. Share me, like fetch me up that cool. Or maybe it's like in the moment, still the person who is like, say booking the flights and the um, lodging accommodations is doing it and the other person is there in the room going yep i'm here with you while it's happening so if you got any questions or anything i'm with Mm -hmm. you um it's so that there is still a sense of team effort Mm -hmm. going on and we're doing this even if it's not always like a hey we are agreeing together on every single detail and it's perfectly divided who's doing what there's still an open discussion and collaboration also side note that's a slight safety tip so that both adults in the room particularly if you have like yeah. kids like kind of know the basics of what's yes. happening <laughs> and therefore you know that's not really what we're here to like mm-hmm. suggest but it's true yeah it's just useful yeah. so that you know, both people have heard at least once mm-hmm. oh yeah this is the airport we're flying to mm-hmm. and what it's called yes and we know it's happening. yeah basic landmarks yeah so i i wrote yeah. when i wrote the article i kind of broke it down which i think could be like a syllabus syllabi whatever for the episode today is like there's certain parts of a trip that I don't think unless you are used to planning the whole thing that you think have to be planned like uh, cancellations because I'm with a first responder that can be something to keep in mind like that is something that weighs into what airline we take or what hotels we choose because we need a more flexible cancellation policy if overtime gets added versus somebody else who has a career where they're like oh I have that time off no matter what you might not need to look at that. Like there's just, there's those subtle nuances to keep in mind. That's just one of them. Like does a flexible cancellation policy need to happen depending on the career. So there's the researching and the booking flights and accommodations. That's a huge part of it. If you want to, depending if it's a trip versus a vacation, I think a vacation is a loose start and end date and we'll kind of figure it out ish unless there's a restaurant we really want to see. That's just my view of it versus a trip. There's an itinerary. So is it a trip or a vacation? Mm -hmm. Then researching the flights and accommodations with some of those nuances in there. That's, that's one part. 
The other part is packing and prepping for the trip, which also includes unpacking. Like that's a second pillar of responsibility. And then agreeing upon somewhat of a semblance of a plan to your point also for safety, like the destination that you're going to, the budget for the trip, if you want to set one of those up, or if you want to have like an upper or lower limit, how long the trip should be. So the duration of the trip and then any activities or attractions you want to see once you're there. So I like bucketed it. I can link the article in the show notes. Like I bucketed it neatly. So you can think of like the prep phase, the while you're on the trip phase, and then the post vacation phase, because some couples want to get home and unpack immediately. And some are like, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. Or we'll have the housekeeper, whoever do it. Like you want to know who you're traveling with full circle, like from start to finish, what kind of person are you? Yeah. And to me, like I would agree and paraphrase that into one of my tips of like, have a explicit discussion about the division of chores mm-hmm. of the trip yes and um just you know every couple is going to be different i like how you're talking about it and like there's pre during and after and that's just about hey these are the things that need to get done mm-hmm. in order for us to have a successful trip so here here's all the stuff we gotta you know maybe a passport's expired mm-hmm. and you need to take you know you gotta get that taken care of or we're we're going to a climate that we've never been before so we need to get you know the right socks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah <laughs> you know, so there's like just random yeah. stuff that just kind of comes up and then as long as you talk about like hey here's what needs to happen and you divide it up and make sure that there is a good discussion and collaboration of who's going to take care of what if you're visiting family mm-hmm. what needs to be coordinated with the family and whose job mm-hmm. is it to do what with the family yeah all that kind of stuff just really really nice good basic communication mm-hmm. And setting time aside to to discuss and collaborate. Yeah. And and knowing that if you start to experience conflict and you're noticing it's maybe specifically around travel, because some couples, ha- we, most couples have like perpetual problems or gridlocked issues. What, it, what part of the journey are you getting stuck at? Is it the hotels piece? Is it the lo- destination location? Is it, we always do the same thing every time we go to this, what un- whatever place or we all you, all you care about is restaurants, like try to hear that unmet need underneath whatever the complaint might be. And that can reel back in like, oh, here we were about to have this silly conflict about whatever it is when it's really like, you feel like your voice doesn't matter when we travel. That is more what you want to focus on. If th- things are coming up, that would be another travel tip that I would have is like, understand where maybe some friction comes from and it could also just be like you're two different people like one person is a morning person biologically one person is more of a night person like we have phasic sleep cycles maybe they don't want to do the big nighttime excursion in the following morning like it can it can help to understand who your partner is like as a self and what their individual wants and needs are to be able to plan if you're going to plan yes and that goes to one of the things i think is really important relationally is having that discussion about expectations um and there's different there's so uh, that's a huge umbrella term and that's intentional from my end about like this is the big picture view now what expectation do we Mm -hmm. have a good example you already had is like for you difference between a trip and a vacation what are we looking at for this traveling Mm -hmm. and our expectation Mm -hmm. and also having discussion of hey when you imagine where we're going and you're talking with your Mm -hmm. partner so what what are you hoping? When you think about your ideal day or experience, what do you want to prioritize? Mm-hmm. Because there are times where people like say, oh, yeah, we want to go take a trip and we're going to go to this town. And they're like, cool, we're really excited. And then everyone like has or both partners have different ideas of what that mm-hmm. means. 
and maybe for, um, I think a good example, um, uh, I was just talking to a colleague who just got back from Costa Rica. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Um, and they wanted to go on like a uh, vacation status, like very relaxed, yeah, chill, lay on the beach, chill, do that. Versus like a lot of places, um, they could have chosen to do a very active trip and like gone hiking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and do a bunch of different stuff and like always like book it out. Both are great ways to go learn and experience the world and travel, but you want to make sure you're talking with your partner, your expectations ahead of time. And that's just on the actual things that you're mm-hmm. doing and what you want the, 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 the ideal place you're hoping mm-hmm. for. Also, I think relationally, it's so important. What are you expecting? For some people, it can be like, ooh, anytime I'm going to travel, we're going to this place. I see a very romantic experience. Uh, my expectation is we're spending right. all of this time together. Yes. It's going to be very romantic. Yeah. It's be very sexy. Yep. I want to have sex three yep. times yep. a day. I, you know, it can, Set the and tone. another person's like, oh, yeah. Another person's like, oh, I'm excited to adventure with you, but I want to be like, get up at yeah. 6 a.m. Explore yes. in a go on a hike, yeah. Pass out at yeah. 8 p.m. and there's no time yeah. for sex because we're having so much fun. I'm exhausted. Right. So it's like that kind of like, hey, so tone setting. What relationally? And I don't mean just sex. I think it's just no, but an example. It, do you? Is there some other but, event? Like, is there some event that's occurring at the place you're visiting that you want to go see? Are you traveling for a sporting event? Are you traveling for a museum exhibit? Like. What is the purpose of that and how much time do you want to spend doing that activity versus other activities such as sex? And that's an important thing to be flexible with because you might both find like, I know we planned this, but I really want to go do this thing. Like, again, let's update those expectations rather than being like, well, you said it was going to be 9 a.m. and now this and that. And it's like, but didn't you want to go get this? They have like one cinnamon roll left till 9.15. And it's like, no, like we need to be flexible, but we also want to to discuss that ahead of time because that is a huge part of it, especially for women, like energy management. If I know that this is more of an intimate trip in that sense, I will manage my whole day differently if I know that that's what we're wanting to do whatever one or two evenings. And I highly recommend doing it before you go out to eat if you can. Like do like a little wine and cheese plate. Do it before you go eat because you feel gross afterwards and you're probably tired and digesting. Like the best laid plans to get laid (laughs) often fall apart because you're like, oh, and I have indigestion or whatever it is, like you want to uphold that if you're both communicating, like I can't wait to get away from the kids or to have a break from work schedule or what have you, or we can sleep in. But if you're one, you know, if the partner's like, oh, I don't want to sleep in, I want to stay on my circadian rhythm. Then the other partner who's like, oh, I can't wait to not roll over and see, you know, till nine o'clock, you want to know that ahead of time and set those expectations ahead of time so we can try to avoid disappointment it might happen but at least there's an effort or an attempt to make sure quote it doesn't happen yeah well and i think you mentioned just a moment ago a a super important balance to expectation that i wanted to mention also which is especially when you're traveling and you're out of normal day-to-day routines be very flexible with your expectations the expectations are a starting point to get on the same page and to be collaborative. Yeah. When you're traveling and so many things are out of your control and what you think might happen, yes. and that's just because energy, food, timing, yeah. stuff happens. 
it is the most important time to be flexible with your expectations mm -hmm. and to, you know, ideally manage your personal emotions with that. Because there's going to be times you might be disappointed. Yeah. Like, oh, we didn't get to do that. Part of traveling is managing that disappointment or also maybe even reframing into, okay, that's part of the adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a bummer. We didn't get to go do X, Y, or Z. That's travel. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing. And we're doing it together. Exactly. So while I lean really heavily on the tip of like discuss your expectations ahead of time, it's also so important while you're going through this wonderful travel experience with your partner, being flexible with those expectations. Mm -hmm. It's that really key like agility idea of I'm keeping these in mind. This is what we had talked about. I remember what my partner said was really important to them. So I'm going to try to honor yes. that. And, but at the same time, go like, oops, we got to call an audible. Mm -hmm. How can we best do this as a team? Because such a common pitfall is when those things happen and expectations aren't met. Yeah. We get disappointed, we're hurt, we're bummed, and it turns into bickering and fighting. And then that's just a, a rabbit hole to go down to ruin your travel experience. Yes. As opposed to if you plan for ahead of time, you know, cool, mm -hmm. like we're going to roll with that. That's a bummer, but it's not going to ruin our travel. If anything, we're going to like feel great because we overcame a little hurdle while we were doing this together. Yeah. I recommend dividing things up and having the conversations based on like partner strength, obviously. And then their capacity, like desire is part of it too. Like, do I want to or not? Can I, or not, you know, let's say I'm the planner, yeah. but I, we happen to be going on a trip the week after a huge project is due at work, I probably won't have the capacity. It is my strong suit. Yeah. But then mm -hmm. if I'm delegating or we're sharing and being like, hey, I need you to take over these pieces of the planning or these expectations, I also need to have my expectations that it's going to be done the way you would do it, not necessarily the way that I would do it. And can I be okay with that? It might not look the exact way I would do it. Can I be flexible? And for some, the answer might be no, like these things actually have to be done this exact way, like passport renewal, all that, like yeah, there's deadlines. Like if there's deadlines to things or consequences, they have to be done the way. It's not my way or your way. It's just like the most efficient way. And then there's other things where it's like, does it really matter if we go to the grocery store the night before or the morning of? Depends on the trip. If when you're leaving, the stores are going to be closed. Yes, you do have to prep ahead of time. <laughs> Well, and something you just said made me think about like another type of expectation, another great discussion to have is about, so when you're starting to plan and think about the travel, share your priorities when you imagine. Yes. So before things are locked in, yes. like, ooh, we're going to go visit the family across the country. Mm -hmm. Cool. What are our priorities? Maybe for one partner, it's like, I want to spend as much time with these families because I love these people. I don't get to see them that often. Other person might be like, my priority is like, yeah, I want to show face, but like, there's this really yeah. cool town one hour out. Yeah. My priority is I want to ditch the family and go, <laughs> and go do a, an adventure yes, with yeah. you. And, you know, both sound mm -hmm. lovely, but, you know, it's just like having an expectation gives one of those ways with expectation, but also a way to frame that is what are our priorities? What's fun? For yes. Us? And then we can collaborate and get there. Yes. Um, adding on to that, um, wanted to say that. There's also, I think, an important discussion about expectations on how much time a couple spend together while traveling. And everyone's super different, but that could be like some people expect, wait, we're 24-7 together, right? Like we're doing this trip together. We're going for this purpose. 
um, we're going to get up at the same time. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to bed at mm-hmm. the same time. Like that's going to be the whole idea. Yeah. Whereas others are like, that might sound interesting, but I'm a deer in a headlights right, right now because I am an introvert and I never spend 24 seven, even with you, the love of my life. Yeah. Like that's just not what we that's do. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> True. So, so I think that's a cool discussion and definitely something to not just while you're discussing expectations, yeah. while you're on yes. the trip, check in and be like, Hey, how are we doing? Mm-hmm. How is this? And that could look different from whether it's your very first mm-hmm. time traveling together versus it's been 20 years. We, we've had these rhythms, but still check in and be like, you know, things could be different. We could have changed. Or it could be like on this trip, there are some extra stressors. I could use some alone time. Yes. Um, and I think normalizing that and being, again, collaborative, supportive of each other in your relationship about how much time to spend together. And when is it okay to take a little breather? Like, all right. I'm deucing out for a little while. I'm just going to read my book for two hours and just relax. Um, I, you know, I just need that. I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of pressure where people are like, no, we have to do everything together yeah. together on this trip. Yeah. I think talking about what are the expectations of alone time within quality couple or, or family mm-hmm. time, depending mm-hmm. on how many people are traveling with you, like you have kids you're bringing or you're visiting family aside, how much alone time might you need and that could change. You could be like, oh, I, you know, I think I'll want to go on a walk on this day or what have you, where we have that big event. I want to decompress. You might find, oh, I actually still have energy afterwards. That's where that flexibility comes in. But my view is like, it's better to have even a loose semblance of a plan or a loose semblance of expectations than none at all. And we only discover them once they're not met because then we're often frustrated and it's difficult. It's more difficult to bring the frustration down and then talk about why we were frustrated Versus if we get ahead of it, we're like, this would really piss me off. Like, I want to avoid this at all costs. Let me know if you want alone time. I won't be pissed. I will only be pissed if I find that out once it goes against what yeah. we've agreed upon. And then I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And I'll take it a step further. Like, it, you can set yourself up for a great day. Yeah. Because if your expectation, and actually this is uh, real life yeah, to me. Yeah. Me and my partner are both introverts and kind of loners. Yeah. And so we when we travel, we expect and talked about that we're, we're going to need that alone mm-hmm. time. We don't know exactly when it's going to happen, but we, mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we, we know it's on the horizon. The other person might say, no, thank you. And we'll, yes. we'll pause out. But then this is where I'm taking a step further. What can happen. And uh, my partner and I, she and I have noticed this, that um, then you'd be most like, you know what? I don't need that away time. We're actually having a great time. You know? And then you have like, wow, what you have additional positive moments. You're feeling more connected. Like, Hey, look at that. Today, we didn't need to do our little uh, battery mm-hmm. recharge mm-hmm. on our own. We really enjoyed spending like the entire day together doing this. And then it's like a little win. High five. Yay. We're having so much fun. So by talking about those expectations ahead of time, clear about what's right for each person, checking in while you're on the trip and making sure you're attuned and aligned, you actually set yourself up for success, not just to avoid conflict, but to have additional joy in your connection. So I think that's kind of um, uh, a way to remember this isn't just work just to do work. Right. It is, um, there's an investment piece to really like, it's going to pay off. It's going to yes. really come home and feel better than if you hadn't done some of these decisions. Yeah. And being clear on like the purpose of the travel, separate from mm-hmm. like trip versus vacation. Like if I were going to a 
trip, like, or if I were going to Europe, I would think of that as a trip. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't relax while on it, but that's not a place that I go very often. Obviously, I've been like once so far. I'd love to go back again. I want to make the most of it. I wouldn't feel comfortable as I wouldn't feel as comfortable having nothing planned for two weeks in Europe as I would like two weeks going to like a um, national park tour like that to me. I'm like, oh, as long as we have hotels to sleep in and shower at, screw it. We can figure out what to do during the days or what have you. Like there's things that might have more meaning to one partner rather than the other. Is this trip um, symbolic representative? Is it a celebration of the relationship? Is it an anniversary? Is it a kid's birthday? Is it one of your birthdays? Is it for the holidays? Is it a memorial trip? Like what is the purpose of it? Or is it just really like we want to get out of town and relax? Setting those standards and expectations ahead of time can help both members of the couple or all members of the family feel at least like they have a say, even if they don't get the final vote, there's an opportunity to get on the same page of like, oh, I know it's your, I know it's our anniversary, but I do want some alone time because I've been so stressed with work. Can we schedule that in? Or I know it's your birthday, but there's this event at this place that we never get to go to and they do it once every 50 years. Like, can we compromise? And being clear about that ahead of time can help avoid the person who, or the the people, like, let's say it's the parents anniversary trip, but then they're not setting the boundaries well with like dropping the kids off or what have you. And the kids are calling every night. And it's like, we really should have told grandma and grandpa that it was this one call. Like, can you set these things up as much as possible? Obviously kids get sick or whatever, get homesick. Can you set this up ahead of time? So everybody can enjoy the purpose of the travel, especially if it is a, commemorative trip for one and then just a vacation for the other that's often the mismatch and I've dealt with that I've been open about that like that's where the mismatch comes in where the person's like can't wait for vacation it's like it's not a vacation it's my special trip for my special thing like I get yeah which means which my expectation is I get more special treatment I get final say in things I get like that's just the way that I view birthdays and that's also what I extend to others if I've ever been invited on like a girlfriend's birthday trip I'm like what do you want me to plan? Or do you want to plan? What do you want to do? Like, let's be collaborative. And that's much different when it's your friends versus your significant other. So the sentiment still stands like, check in, what may they like to do if it's their special thing? Or what would we like to do if it's our special thing if it's for our anniversary? Yeah, what's the intention? um, Of the trip? And this all and then also you're saying expectations, priorities, like and those all plan. Very important. Um, some of that I did, yeah. you know, we did talk about how that also leads into the actual one year on the trip and mm-hmm, even post trip, mm-hmm. like the, uh, how to like prepare for when we're back. Um, but I also, I have some specific travel tips for like while you're on Perfect. a trip. And the first thing that comes to mind is plan to be cranky and know how to deal with your crankiness. Yes. And Notice I'm thinking about that tip as a way of us owning our crankiness, not managing our partner's crankiness, even though that's important. But the thing is, I mean, I love traveling. I I think it's awesome. I don't want to like harp like, hey, it's all bad stuff, but there's just stressful Mm -hmm. things. And, you know, uh, you're not going to be sleeping in your own bed and you can get at the nicest hotel and it could still feel like, oh, I can't sleep super Mm -hmm. great. 
Um, and let's be honest, we don't all just stay in the nicest hotel. No. Sometimes it's like the coolest Airbnb, but you're like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Yes, or it's some divey um, place like when we were doing national parks where I'm like, this gets the job done, but this is by no means yeah. comfortable for my back or, or my joints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, just you're in a different climate yeah. yes, if you're true. traveling. So your body's going to react yep. differently. Just the point is that happens. So those are all stressors. Airports are stressful. Ugh. Long car rides for some people are stressful. For some people, it's like their jam and they yes. love that. But the point is, there's going to be things that are going to reduce your patience and compassion to where you're going to hit that red zone of crankiness. Anticipate that. Know that's going to happen and own your shit and own that like, hey, I'm really cranky right now. And especially if you've been in a relationship for a hot minute you know the things that your partner does that are going to frustrate mm-hmm. you because you know and love mm-hmm. them dearly. And like that's the thing. Get ready for mm-hmm. that. And enter into when the traveling is starting while you're there into this mindset of I'm going to get cranky at times and I'm going to manage my crankiness. Yes. It doesn't mean you're not going to snap. It doesn't mean you're not going to be cranky, but own it when it happens and go like, okay, I'm, I'm at my point now. This was I'm stressed or this mm-hmm. or that and I'm cranky right now. I'm not my best self. Right. So that you aren't picking a fight on that thing you guys always fight mm-hmm. about and so that you aren't being an asshole to someone yeah. so that you actually are going yep i'm gonna be cranky this is just normal travel stress don't take it Security personally yeah was long yep flight um, delay yeah, I didn't yeah. Sleep well the night before that was a bummer um uh, it's vacation yeah. and i drank too much yep. and now i have a hangover yep. i'm cranky yeah. um you know those things that, that's part of it so get ready for it yeah and manage it in the moment by owning your crankiness yeah and knowing everybody that that's kind of like the capacity thing i might have Mm -hmm. max capacity met prior to going on the trip because i've spent so much time whatever it is planning itinerary this that whatever that when i'm on the trip any little thing going wrong i could either have a big reaction to because it goes against the plan or i'm so burned out that i'm like fuck it whatever like who cares the flight's delayed. All right, let's go get another beer. Let's go try on stuff at the Brookstone place at the airport. Like knowing, <laughs> yeah. knowing how you handle when things go um, unexpectedly is also, I think, something important to keep in mind. And this goes back to trip versus vacation. What are we viewing this as? Is it a really stressful time in the individual's life? They may be more on edge or more likely to be cranky than other times. Like there might be three other vacations you've been on where they're like, oh, they're always so chill if this gets canceled. One would assume three out of four times, majority, probably they'd react the same way. But if they react differently and it's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that, be able to process and kind of give your partner the grace or the benefit of the doubt. Like, hey, that seemed like really intense for you what's going on like can i help at all or is this just something that you need your own time and space for or a nap or a snack (laughs) very toddler like like let's see if you need sleep let's see if you need a snack and then other than that we'll talk about it and then not letting that ruin or taint the vacation yeah yeah love that um another travel tip that comes to mind for while you're actually on the trip is um being very clear with your partner about what you want to do yes. while being very flexible with what you end up doing. Very good tip. I think that's really key because on both sides, of it, like the, the clarity piece of what you want to do is because so often it can, one of the stressors that can go down, and this is very true of my family because we're all overthinkers, is, and we're all like all over 
caring about what other people are interested yeah. in. It's like, this is what I would like to do. This is sure my preference because there's too much stress going into what do you want to know? Let's mm-hmm. let's debate. Let's talk. Like you don't want to get bogged down. Like we're talking about all these great conversations. You also don't want to spend your entire traveling just spending hours talking about what you're going to do yes. or negotiating yes. all these expectations. So if you're very clear with like, hey, I really would like to do this. This is my priority. Cool. That way you've taken that moment before you've gone into the discussion to go like, yeah, I know what's right for me. Balanced. So that's not so rigid that we have to do this. Balance with being flexible with what you end up doing. Yes. Because a really important, I think, dynamic in traveling is going, here's what I would like. What would you like to do? And I'm down for whatever. Mm-hmm. If you can enter a trip having already done those expectations, mm-hmm. priorities, and a general game plan of what the vibe yeah. is, then when you're on the trip, these discussions are clear, collaborative, simple, and it avoids some of the pitfalls of dynamics where people can like not be clear about what they want and then get pissy later because they actually wanted something that they weren't communicating yeah. or um, dominating yeah. um, the trip yeah. by going, oh, I'm doing this, 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 and this. And the other person like isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like just being clear with what you want while being okay with what you end up doing, yeah. I think is such a key. That's a really good motto too, because it allows openness and communication for preferences. And we all know a preference is a preference. It's not necessarily a guarantee. Uh, it can be voiced as a demand, but it doesn't mean it's an absolute guarantee. Even when you book a reservation for dinner, do you prefer to sit? They're not saying we will guarantee you will sit. They say, do you prefer to sit inside or outside? And usually they can match your preferences if they can accommodate it, but your preferences might not get met or matched if it's day of. So thinking of that too, like if I can request this of my partner ahead of time and prep them, then we can arrange things accordingly, whether that's, I don't, I would not like to take a taxi or I would be okay with an Uber or can we get a private car to travel for this? I remember um, I was so, and when I was going to Europe in grad school, I was so focused on the trip. Like I had like the embassy numbers, the map, the, the, cause I'm so paranoid and I've seen taken. I'm like, it's not happening to me. Like I've, I, this is not only a preference, this is going to happen. And we got gypped because we went to get a, private car or what have you and we didn't learn till we got to our hotel to ask how much will it be from here to here i've done that in mexico and other places i've traveled but i didn't think to do it there because it was the taxi line they had the thing like and when by the time and they did kind of quote us but by the time we got there they doubled the charge or whatever it was because here they are like stupid americans and we had to like scrape together because they wouldn't open the trunk to give us our luggage so it wasn't like we already had it we could have just ran away like it's negotiating those things ahead of time like being familiar with the preferences, but also being familiar with like, here are my hard stops. I don't want to pay. This goes back to the budget more than this. No, we're not doing a private car or can we, if all things fail last minute, we might have to shift and be like, I'd prefer to spend less and just do a taxi, but it looks like this is our only option out of Dodge. Like, can we be flexible with what ends up actually happening and kind of budget for that energetically and monetarily? Yeah. I'll comment on, yeah, this is an important key, like balance of budget mm-hmm. and flexibility. Um, talking ahead of time, like, hey, what's the mm-hmm. budget? And that's some people's big strong suit yeah. and some people's not. not. Yeah. And, um, that's okay. Yeah. But like, that's one of the things where like, if you really want to reduce stress yeah. and enjoy your trip, like this is one of the things you're going to talk mm-hmm. about ahead of time before you travel. And then have discussions a- along mm-hmm. the way about how it's going. Mm-hmm. And the idea is like, 
just like all these other expectation priorities, you have a general game plan yeah. of what the budget's like. Yeah. Like, yes, we can get taxis everywhere versus, no, we got to learn the bus system of where yes. we're going or the, the local transit. Yes. And that's fine, whatever your budget is, but knowing what's going mm -hmm. on. Um, and then being flexible. And here's my little thing is no matter what your budget is, plan on like having some not plan on spending money that you would not spend normally at home yes. because you are traveling. Yes. Fluke um, things happen. It can really suck. Yeah. And you know, heck some places you go, they actually have a locals only rate and then they have their quote regular rate, which yeah. is really because they're a tourist town, which is probably why you're there. Cause it's a cool place yep. you wanted to yep. go. So get ready to do that and enter that mentality of, traveling does cost money you chose to do that so plan a budget for that but then also know that like the ten dollars extra you're spending at times mm -hmm. might be required so have planned mm -hmm. that and then also feel good that, like cool you planned that so instead of it being a stressful oh my gosh i need to try to save ten dollars like no this one is going to cost yeah. a little bit and i want to say i do suggest that tip with a bit of caution because there's i, I do want to put in the place of like like it isn't just like, Hey, just spend money, whatever I get. Everyone has their budget and every trip, um, you know, every family has yeah. a trip that hopefully they're planning that's appropriate sure. for them. But you know, it's not just some like privilege, like, Oh, just spend whatever, like money doesn't matter, but you should definitely consider if you're going not to your home place, you're not going to be able to get the best deals. Right. And there are going to be things that come up like your example mm -hmm. was like, Oh shit, we thought it was going to be this, yeah. but we're in a bind. So if you know ahead of time, you're going to probably have like a hundred bucks yeah. that Wiggle you room. spend that, that kind of like you weren't hoping yeah. to, but it's going to do it. You'll feel better. Yes. And on top of it, when you know, you've planned that hundred bucks for the oopsies, it's never feels good to like, just light a hundred dollars on fire, <laughs> but you're not going to be stressed and let it ruin exactly. your day. I don't know how many couples I've heard in I think of multiple. They got in a fight because one partner was like just really trying to like save ten dollars, which I get it is important, but at yeah. the end of the day is kind of like it ruined your day. Yeah. You spent all this money on the on traveling already. Don't let ten dollars or like behavior that takes three hours out of your day to save ten dollars like ruin the trip. So, yeah, yes. Little, little side note on the be, be, it goes back stuff. to your thing about flexibility. Like we plan for, but plans don't always go according to plan. Nice to have them better than not planning at all and being like asking somebody, like, oh, what's the rate on this? And then you're being gullible and paying way more than you realize you could have had you just asked a question. I'm more in that camp of like always ask. It's always worth the deal. It's kind of like going at the to the swap meet or any of those like stalls or farmers markets mm -hmm. go towards the end when they need to sell all their items versus going at the beginning because you might get a better deal like. It's just little things like that or negotiating like, oh, I only have five bucks. Like some people more comfortable bartering or negotiating than others. This is where the strength and capacity goes. Like let the partner who has that as a strength lead with that. And the other person might not have emotional capacity. They're like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. Like whatever. Step away. <laughs> I will get you your sourdough bread. I will negotiate with this person and then I will be back and we can both enjoy the rest of our trip. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, I have one last travel okay. tip that is more specific than like the yeah. big broad stuff. Although I guess we were kind of specific on a couple things, but this is like really yeah. specific about photos. Ah, uh, yes. Have a discussion. This, I guess it kind of yeah. goes back to pre-planning, but I was thinking about it more like when you're there, but like, um, just make sure you two are on the same page of like, mm -hmm. of taking photographs mm -hmm. of what that means. Cause for some people, 
it's like, I want a photograph of everything. And actually I care more about getting to the Instagram perfect photo. Those are priorities for me to like get to those places we're going and take, you know, photos of every dish or whatever. Mm -hmm. And other people are like, can we just leave the phones at the hotel? Because I want to sit and experience it. There's both ends of the spectrum. Everyone's different. I'm sure you know in your yeah. relationship who's the who of yes. what by now. But talk about that and then, you know, be on the same page about, cool, this is what it's going to be. Because particularly when you're traveling, if it's a special occasion, um, I, I mean, like anything not from anniversary to just a vacation to going out mm-hmm. of town to visiting families, like just kind of know just now and nowadays, modern technology, everyone has an amazing camera true. in their pocket. Very true. Um, and um, they can be causes of joy and connection and also causes of conflict. So as long as you are on the same page mm-hmm. of what that means, and maybe it's just like accepting, okay, my partner loves the photo thing, so I'm going to let them yes. do all of yes. that. It's not my thing, but I'm going to be cool with it because I know it's important to them. Mm-hmm. Great. Or if it's like, no, we're both in this to win it and we want to use the photos all the time, great. Or we're both like, no, this is an unplugged. Yes. Thing. We do Very not good idea. want to have our phones. Maybe they're like in the bottom of our bag for emergencies, but that's it. Um, fine. Mm-hmm. But just that's, I think, an important specific to look into um, nowadays and when people are traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and social media too. Like what are the expectations of like phone use mm-hmm. in general? Is this an unplugged yeah. or plugged in trip? Do I need to be by my phone for work one day? Like set those expectations up. Is there um, a score I want to check, a game I want to watch, uh, uh, mm-hmm. kids recital I'm going to zoom in for? Like what are your mm-hmm. what are your expectations around that media use in general? And commemorating or memorializing the trip do you want to be do you want to have that does do pictures matter to you are you at least game even if your partner's like well i wish you would take more pictures it's like okay how about a compromise i will take any photo you want i won't think to take them but i'm happy if you offer to take them like that's a good compromise too that's in as we start wrapping that's kind of like my um my yeah. way just because I'm really bad at the photo thing to be honest um and I always I have to like remind myself to take photos so I tend to be the one who's like I'm down and I will actually like kind of get excited if maybe it's fake but like I'm trying to like like be encouraging of the experience um I just never think to do it I don't know I'm, that's just just the way mm-hmm. I am but that's kind of been my personal style while traveling and I really like when we have them afterwards yeah um anytime I've gone visited yeah. um so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. I'm sure there's more, but those are the big ones that I thought about. And I think that's a lot of travel tips for people as they're entering the holiday season and also just to think about when they're going on their trips or vacations. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. Any last things from you? Uh, no. If you are disagreeing on any of this stuff, just take a deep breath and understand where that comes from <laughs> and compare would this be the same reaction to a friend and to a partner? Like, are you holding them to some extra high standard because they are your partner and you're projecting like, you should know better by now, blah, blah, blah. Or is this like a principled thing for you of like, no, this is how I am when I travel with anyone. I want to get to the airport this amount early. I need that. Like check, check yourself and be able to reference that with your partner. Like where's any conflict or frustration coming from? And then can you, explain that clearly like this is really important for me or I realized I was pushing you assuming it was just as important to you I actually can back off and and change my expectations so be willing to negotiate and flex and ask yourself like is this a me thing am I like this with everybody or am I like this all the times that I travel like a packing list I love a list 
I will never travel without one. It is, it maybe, maybe once in my life have I traveled without a list. It is rare that I don't have a list. I like feeling prepared because that lets me show up on the vacation and go, ah, and there's only one trip I've ever forgotten something and it was chapstick and it was $2 oh. and I still have the same tooth of chapstick. So, but I still think of it because I'm like, oh, but I got on myself because I'm like, no, I plan everything. Like I brought a charcuterie board. I brought my own this. I brought my own knife. Like I brought all this, but I forgot chapstick. Like that's something I would have said though, even if I was with a girlfriend, it wasn't because it was a romantic trip that I was like, you idiot. I was just like, really? Like the one thing that on this weather, to your point, the climate thing, I'm like, wow, but that was something I could buy. I didn't need it from home. Side note, that's a good example of also on the budget and extra expenses. Like you probably know how yeah. where to get your chapstick at the best yes. rate, the kind you have. And, but maybe you're like, okay, I'm at the airport. I forgot my chapstick. So I'm going to buy the three times expensive chapstick. It's a mini feel bad and that sucks. But at the same time, it's kind of like, I'm not going to let that feel bad no. take over the trip. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to eat the the dollars because I already had expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend probably an X amount of dollars on these little moments. And I'm going to be like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Now I have my souvenir chapstick, the same one like I normally have, but it's just going to be the one I remember I got in Hawaii, mm-hmm. which is where we are signing off from. <laughs> Ryan and I wish. Podcast vacation. <laughs> That'd be cool. We should do that next year. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do it. All right. Listeners heard it. It's going to happen. Which island? Hmm. We'll have to plan that when also, things get rebuilt. You're going yeah. to we're gonna have to plan a little yeah. one to join also. Yeah. Yes. You're going to have a nugget by that. Yes. Place. They will be very well traveled. Yes. <laughs> uh, cool. Thank yeah. you, everyone, as always, for listening to episode 111, Travel Tips, the Couples Guide podcast. And we will see you next time. Yeah. Any questions for us? Or actually, as you yeah. said, if you have disagreements, hey, shoot us an yeah. email. Ryan and Talia at thecouplesguidepodcast.com. Without further ado, we will see you next time. Take good care.